Welcome to Women Who Sarcast, where we apply the lowest form of wit to the social issues of our time. I'm Kathy Barron. And I'm Debbie Stair, your certified sarcasm specialist. Today's segment is on being introverted in an extroverted nation, also known as Make America Extroverted Again. Hmm. Mm-hmm. This segment is sponsored by the Long-Form Sarcasm Agency, making sure your sarcasm, like your hair gel, gel lasts all day long. <laughs> so today, Kathy and I are going to talk about extroversion and introversion, um, and maybe other versions in the good old USA. So let's start with some data from the women on, our, on the street, myself and Kathy. And uh, I just want to ask you, uh, Kathy, how would you describe extroversion just off the top of your head extroversion is kind of like a type a personality kind of person that's always like bubbly and makes conversation with people strangers you know very extroverted very Mm -hmm. out there puts themselves out there a lot yeah need to be center of attention Mm mm-hmm likes people likes activity likes parties social I would agree and how would you describe um introversion the total opposite, like people that are quiet or more observers and like at a party they kind of like stand or sit on the outside of the party and just observe people and keep to themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They prefer more solitude. Mm-hmm. More time alone. Don't. So if this isn't too personal, would you consider yourself more an extrovert or an introvert? Probably an introvert, although working in the grocery industry has definitely brought more of my extrovert part out. Like mm-hmm. it's given me that step to kind of, because I had to, to talk to people I didn't know. Mm-hmm. So I've kind of blossomed a little bit from that experience. But I mm-hmm. I think I'd consider myself more an introvert than an extrovert. And you? Mm-hmm. What about you? Well, I'm an introvert unless I'm with people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> actually, I'm an introvert, but I'm not a very good introvert. I'm actually the only introvert I know who's afraid to be alone. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, it makes my life complicated. <laughs> so. <laughs> it's like I, I want to be alone, but I, you, it's like you can sit in the corner just so I know that you're there. So I don't yeah. feel like I'm alone, but don't talk to me. Yeah, uh-huh. There's my childhood right there. <laughs> <laughs> my adulthood. Don't talk to me, but don't leave me alone. <laughs> All right, enough about me. All right, so pretty much everyone knows that extroverts are people who are more outgoing and social, and introverts are more or less um, the opposite. So I was asked by the Extreme Sarcasm Research Foundation um, to investigate further into introversion and extroversion. So I did a lot of research while I was studying, and now I'm, uh, I found some rather disturbing, um, I, I found something disturbing. Mm-hmm. And so I'm writing a paper, and the name of the paper is called Scientific Evidence Shows That Introverts Should Just Kill Themselves Now. Hmm. Give up. It's hopeless. Interesting. Right. Okay. Because the research showed that uniformly speaking extroverts were you know just seem to be better more functional people than introverts mm-hmm. and I was kind of 
surprise. So I'm going to go through this list, and I'm going to ask you um, whether you think this characteristic, like in the first one, will be better health, whether that would be more of an extroverted trait or uh, introverted trait. You can just say extrovert or introvert or say whatever you want. So we'll go through this list. If the list gets too long, I'll just read it really fast. But um, So which has better health, an in- introvert or an extrovert? Um, I'd say extrovert. You're right. Which has less neurosis and emotional pain, also less recorded mental illness? Uh, introvert. Uh, I'm sorry, you're wrong, but apparently it's an extrovert. <laughs> they had everything. <laughs> well, you're 50-50. Uh, this isn't a contest. It's, uh, so, um, which one, extrovert or introvert, has more life satisfaction? Extrovert. <laughs> she says timidly. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Extrovert. Which one finds things more rewarding? Uh, introvert. Apparently, the research says extroverts. Are there any answers for introvert in these questions, or is this all (laughs) one-sided? Actually, (laughs) would you like me just to read through the list? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. (laughs) Um, No. All of these um, have been found to be characteristics of extroverts. Extroverts are happier. They're more likely to have a rewarding retirement in late adulthood. They have a longer life expectancy, better recovery from illness, higher degree of mental health. In other words, less worry, isolation, higher self-esteem, connection to others, better relationships at work and at home. I feel like I should just start dialing my therapist now. Is is there a school to become an extrovert? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'll make that recommendation later. Extroverts report less angst and unhappiness during the teenage years, mm. and then again at age 60 to 65. Interesting. <laughs> You'd think that we would at least get one or the other, but right, no. Right. <laughs> extroverts are. Um, and extroverts may be better at learning new languages, especially the speaking part, but not so much the listening part. Right. Well, that probably isn't the case in any language. And extroverts are better at talking to dogs. Talking to dogs? Actually, mm-hmm, talking to dogs. I made that up. Okay, well. <laughs> is so, that why you have cats? <laughs> introverts, uh, yes, actually. <laughs> After some very frustrating conversations with dogs, <laughs> right. I switched to cats. <laughs> <laughs> You're a certified dog whisperer. Me? Yeah, did you have to learn how from an extrovert? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just, you know. My introvertness helped me. Helped you understand the dog's point of view? Because mm-hmm. uh, I uh, listened. It, yeah, introverts are better at listening. Right. Except for me. <laughs> <laughs> so after reading all this, I concluded that introverts, according to the research, are all screwed. And, you know, should, we should just kill ourselves now since apparently we're doomed to ill health, shorter lifespan. More mental illness, less mm-hmm. satisfactory relationships, and more unhappiness. <laughs> <laughs> However, if you're happy with being all that, then your life should be great. Good point. I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> I'm just going to be happy with, with being all that. 
I, I tell you what, I've never felt more suicidal after reading a bunch of, of studies. <laughs> research. <laughs> so I guess that means I'm an introvert, right? Uh, that would be my guess. Yeah, since I'm, you know, on the edge of not living. So what do you think? Uh, I, I mean, I, that's a pretty, I mean, how do you react to hearing that extroverts are so wonderful and the rest of us, I mean, are, I guess, shit out of luck? Well, you know, I think it's based on individuals. I mean, you can still be an introvert, but still have a healthy lifestyle. Like, I'm sure there's introverts out there that still exercise, but they exercise in the woods, not the gym. (laughs) Because the woods don't have people and the gym do. Right, and you have parties and you invite only one other person. So you you can have have dinner parties, but with your select group of friends. Right. understand you and love you for who you are right so we have friends it's just that maybe lot big parties and innocuous boring conversation isn't the thing i mean i would think <laughs> extroverts would have a shorter lifespan because probably they'd have so many people they'd piss off and want to kill them so <laughs> well that's only if they're hanging around introverts too much right <laughs> <laughs> maybe they would wear themselves out <laughs> The so I was really. <laughs> so I, I I wrote some recommendations. Um, you can tell me what you think of my recommendations because obviously introversion is a health risk. So I recommended the first uh, mass introverted suicide program funded by the government as part of Made Make America Great Again. Mm. I don't know about so, that. So you know why don't we just you know you, you, think, don't, you, don't think, you think it's a good the, idea the, you think the current. Um, government's going to go for that. Oh, oh! so you, they would like us to kill ourselves for free? Right. I don't think they're going to have a funding. <laughs> they want to fund? <laughs> they might have to cut, you know, PBS funding yeah. to do that. <laughs> uh, I thought you said PMS funding. No, PBS. <laughs> <laughs> you know, public broadcast. PMS funding? Is that you get paid to have PMS? <laughs> Why did no one tell me? I was great at PMS until... Right. My oh my uh my womb disappeared. Anyway, I went to sleep in a hospital one day and I woke up without my uterus. It was disturbing. Sounds like like a TV show. <laughs> Where's my uterus? <laughs> <laughs> so, what other suggestions do okay, you have? Okay, right. suggestions. Um, and then we can go to commercial. Second, I recommended that the CDC should start vaccinating against introversion in infants next winter as part of the 2018-2019 flu vaccine. It's called the Introversion Pilot Prevention Program. Apparently the vaccine, when they tested it on uh, uh, people in my imaginary study, um, it doesn't work very well for people who are already introverts. So you have to catch them when they're newborns or something? Yeah. We go for their shots? Right, since Mm -hmm. obviously introversion is such a health risk. Third, and that you might like this one, um, I per- I don't like working that hard, so I'm just going to move to Mars. Um, third, I recommend that those who can't manage to kill themselves because they lack the will or the funding or they're actually happy undergo conversion therapy to become extroverted. Well, see, that sounds, you know, a little less traumatic <laughs> yeah. than the other options. <laughs> right. You know, you, know, you can still reason. live your miserable life, but have hope of becoming an extrovert. To have even right. even a better life, you know, it's like you know, since in uh, this works so well with gay people, why can't it work with introverted? 
I don't see why not. I mean, obviously, introversion is a lifestyle choice. It's not genetic. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) We could do, you know, a come to Jesus camp for introverts. Right. So what what do you do? Practice praying? Do extroverts pray better? Do Do we have data on this? Well, they're the ones that probably, like, conduct the sermon. Like, they're up on the altar, the extroverts. So they're the ones that are, you know in charge they're the so ones leading the choir oh so we would be assigned like a partner maybe yeah you should go check one of these camps do out some role playing could, right just do what they do smile a lot mm-hmm. like that movie do what they do the cheerleader movie <laughs> that was funny <laughs> you know i watched that and went right out and became a cheerleader see it works <laughs> it works <laughs> We could just do a few PSAs or a, you know, a <laughs> mockumentary, like, like the propaganda films of the early days. <laughs> That'd be good. Speaking of PSAs, we should go and take a commercial break. Women Who Sarcast will be right back. Introducing introvert wear for people who prefer to leave the outside outside. From the makers of solipsism, ear lids for people. Better than earplugs because you can't hear anything at all. Custom made and fits over the head. Intelligent design for when God forgets. And for the mentally ill, or read introvert, solipsism brings you inner ear lids to block out all the voices in your head. Patented technology. Now you don't have to listen to all the voices that no one else hears, and you can get on with your life. And that's not all. Introducing Blinders for Humans. Now not just available at the horse store. Made to attach to the ear lids, Blinders for Humans allows you to simply look straight in front of you and keep going no matter who is trying to talk to you. Combine all this with the stealth suit, made of the same elements that brought you the stealth bomber. Be out in society in a suit that makes others think you aren't really there. A peaceful answer to having to be out in the world with others when you aren't in the mood. Special holiday blackness, especially for parties during that festive winter season. Introducing introvert wear. All right. Well, welcome back to Women Who Sarcast. We're talking about introversion and extroversion and what it means for those people. And the difference what between those people. <laughs> what it, who are you and what your traits are and how that affects your health and well-being and your friendship rings and bracelets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to hooking up with my extroversion partner. Well, I think extroverts have more friendship bracelets than introverts. What do you think? Oh, well, definitely. That's how you earn your extroversion designation. <laughs> right. <laughs> Get that badge, that, like that in Girl Scouts. Friends. <laughs> Your friendship badge. You earn introversion points by how many cats you have. Um, so I was being a little ridiculous. Um, so I've been using the long-form sarca- sarcasm as the teaching tool. And really what I was trying to point out is that there's a, uh, a heavy bias against introverts in our culture that is pretty well documented. And interestingly enough, there is bias in psychology. So the personality tests that are designed to measure extroversion and introversion and who, who is what, um, they tend to be um, biased um, as well. 
So, so uh, like the Myers Briggs. Yeah, Myers Briggs, the Big Five. Um, any personality profile that bases itself on introversion, extroversion, neuroticism, and uh, these other that uh, conscientiousness and uh, flexibility of, of thought um, will have those um, characteristics. So what I'm not an have- ISFJ. <laughs> what are your what are your call letters mine's isfj i never can remember i, I just say m-o-u-s-e <laughs> and then wait for people to m-i-k-e-y figure out what fucking test did you take <laughs> hmm. so um for example in psychological uh, testing extroversion is described in you know fun terms um like uh you know uh, agreeable social uh, extra uh, agreeable um outgoing um uh, smiles a lot etc and then the terms that the introvert is stuck with are things like quiet reserved isolated shy withdrawn uh socially avoidant mm-hmm. and um, that sounds about so, right. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of introverts, I think, uh, suffer from feeling like they're not social enough or, or not feeling like they're valued. So if introverts sometimes do score higher on um, uh, scores of psychological uh, distress, which is how I would put it, um, rather than psychological disorders, it may be from trying to constantly fit into a package or a picture that they don't really fit into. The extroverts? Introverts, like introverts. introverts, will feel pressure to act more like an extrovert. I don't know how many times I've heard my introverted friends apologize for not wanting to spend time, or make fun of themselves for being a loner, or right. saying, "I know I should go out more." Blah blah blah. Right. Yeah. And I think I think introverts feel bad because I think that society, um, societally they get pressure to do things because society, you know, almost looks down on introverts, I think. Mm-hmm. It does. That's what these articles um, are saying. Um, there's a book called Quiet, The Power of Introverts in a World That Won't Stop Talking. I'll say that title again. Quiet, The Power of Introverts in a World That Won't Stop Talking. It's by Susan Cain. And she basically says our culture, including its institutions, are set up to value and reward extroverts, outgoing, assertive, good with people, happier, better able to work with others, better able to manage people, or that's the assumption, mm-hmm. etc. And you know, the idea of group of brainstorming or working together, or the idea of being a politician. And um, so you're a good person if you're more extroverted, and you're not so good if you're an introverted. But that's definitely that's that's a bias, right? Yeah. So That'd let be me just stereotyping. Yeah, it is a stereotype. So I'm reading um, a little of an excerpt from uh, an article in The Atlantic. Um, Extroverts are seen as big-hearted, vibrant, warm, empathic. People-person is a compliment. Introverts are described with words like guarded, loner, reserved, taciturn, self-contained, private, which are more narrow and generous words. Um, Female introverts, she writes, must suffer, especially in certain circles, particularly in the Midwest, a man can still get away with being the strong and silent type, but women who are uh, quieter can be also seen as timid, withdrawn, haughty, snobby. Mm-hmm. 
Right. Yeah. Well, it's like, Uh, you know, women that are um, called bitches because they're, you know, assertive, assertive. Right. But men can be assertive and be praised for it. Mm -hmm. I think it's the same, same thing. Yeah. I got told in school that I was had my nose up at everybody when actually I was too shy to talk back then. Mm-hmm. I since hung out with my extroversion therapist, my extroversion buddy, and I learned how to talk. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was told I had an attitude when I was in high school. I don't know where they got that from, but whatever. I you're supposed to have an attitude in high school and they won't let you in the front door. <laughs> I mean, we have to fulfill our stereotypes about adolescence. Right, right. Um, um, in another article, bias, bias against introverts, Barbara Ehrenreich writes, and she's critiquing the, the psychological tests. And so here's what she says. Their chief function, meaning psychological tests, as far as I could tell, was to weed out the introverts. When asked what, whether you be the life of the party or curl up with a book, the correct answer is always party. Self-help books that include blatantly stupid questions paints introverts as overcritical, pessimistic, and anxious, and describes them as feeling unaccepted, unacceptable, or simply inferior. She writes, it's enough to make an introvert mad, which is why I, I got mad, and I thought, well, we just need to all kill ourselves now and just let the extroverts take over. <laughs> <laughs> that should be even more, you know, reason for the introverts to unite against the extroverts. Right, but we'll have to just elect one person to talk for us. Well, we'll just do it over social media so they can't see us. Right, we'll text. <laughs> to the texting revolution. We'll, we'll create a Facebook page. <laughs> Introverts uh, ignite. <laughs> Introverts ignite. I like that. Introverts. Like we're fire to things. Yeah. Um, one, study went, one study, Barbara Ironreich says, went so far as to suggest that introverts report being happiest the more social they were. In other words, introverts are happier when they're being extroverted. See? Which is crazy. That's, <laughs> that's insane. They just got to be, ins- you know, pulled out of their shell. And well, the main... Yeah, right. <laughs> they know that it's safe, it's safe to do that. <laughs> so that's crazy. I've nev- never heard an introvert... Um, uh, say that um, some things I found interesting she basically said there was a lot of positive aspects the main difference is that people um, apparently extroverts regenerate their energy from other people they'll drop from other people right. introverts will will hang out with people and be social um, but they do most of their regeneration by themselves right. most of the time they get more worn out um, by it so you know you can't so you have you know a hard time just you know, making an argument that that's negative. And you think that um, introvert, introverted people are more hypersensitive as well? Um, yeah, they've done brain studies and, and show that uh, introverts need less stimulation to be satisfied. In mm. fact, they're, they use acetylcholine receptors, in other words. So um, we get more stimulated by less stimulus. So, you know... Uh, talking to a few people would, you know, stimulate us just fine. Uh, an extrovert might, you know, need more people or more time at a party. Apparently, um, the 
extroverts use more of a dopamine ex- excitation system. So mm-hmm. even the, the brains are wired um, a little bit um, uh, differently. Introverts are better, actually, or make very good leaders. This is from S- uh, Susan Cain's book, The Power of Introverts in a World That Won't Stop Talking. She says, actually, they make good managers because they listen to others. Um, they analyze problems before talking about them, so mm-hmm. they're more efficient when they talk. Right. Uh, except for me. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> and um, they um, are good at reflecting and analyzing issues. Um and they also make very good responsible workers because they can do a lot of alone time and don't mind. Right. And they have follow through where the extrovert, you know, might not have follow through. They might have great charisma, et cetera, but they wouldn't necessarily have great um, follow through. So well, that I makes think what we total sense. And, I, you know, she argues that we have a balance. Um, you know, we just learn how to talk about introversion using uh, uh, nicer descriptors. You know, what's wrong with, you know, alone time, um, mm-hmm. enjoys intimate relationship with a few people, likes meaningful conversations that are more in depth rather than, you know, just talking to a lot of different people at a party, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And uh, some research actually is quite interesting. Most people are actually ambiverts. They can be both. Right. They so can use their left and right hand at the same time. <laughs> you stole my joke. Great. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> they can use their left and right side of their brain at the yeah, same time. They're, yeah, they're delighted. They can use both hands and both sides of their brains. Yeah, most people are introverted extroverts or extroverted introverts, so it's along a continuum. Mm-hmm. One study showed about 38% of people are actually on the on the continuum. And Carl Jung, who started out this whole introversion, extroversion, MSJTSY <laughs> test that you referred to, it's based on uh, Jungian psychology so that most people are somewhere along that continuum and there's very there's not that many pure introverts and there's not that many pure extroverts mm-hmm. most people are somewhere in between like myself right well i think I i'm guess. kind of in between now too as i get older mm-hmm. you know i need when i'm at a party or you know because i go to so many of them um mm-hmm. i the energy of other people definitely takes it out of me. So I definitely need to, you know, have my own time to rejuvenate. And uh, I'm about 60% introvert and 40% extrovert. Because mm-hmm. I like performing and talking. I like being the boss or being in front of people. But I don't like disorganized social activities. Right. <laughs> like, like, let's decide where we're going a bunch of lesbians trying to decide where they want to go eat <laughs> like let me know in 30 minutes when you've decided <laughs> right i think that's women or, in general actually <laughs> or i they yeah, can't decide I shouldn't, I shouldn't pick on us right and uh so most of us are ambiverts all right i like that name yay I, ambiverts <laughs> that was actually very informational i hadn't didn't know much about the topic and it was nice to learn um how introverts are getting such a bad rep even though you know they're good people they just <laughs> they just want alone time okay people just leave them alone oh, extroverts, extroverts just leave them alone 
thank you everybody um, for listening. This is uh, Debbie Stare for Women Who Sarcast. And this is Kathy Barron. We'll see you next time on Women Who Sarcast. Thanks for listening. Show music provided by Mike Imbasiani. You can find him at mikeimbasiani.com. That's M-I-K-E-I-M-B-A-S-C-I-A-N-I.com. Thank you.